Hello and welcome to another edition of the First Orange Broncos podcast. I'm Kyle Fredrickson, joined by Ryan O'Halloran. We are recording today's episode on a Thursday at Broncos camp as Denver prepares to travel to Baltimore, its first road test of the season, 2-0. Today, uh, we're here to talk a little receiver, a bit of a theme this week. I'm writing uh, about Demarius Thomas. Ryan is writing about Emmanuel Sanders, taking a look at kind of these guys' roles, what they've done so far, kind of contrasting, Ryan. I mean, these are a couple of veterans, uh, guys who, you know, we can't question their resumes, um, but kind of enter week three and and, and different points. Give us kind of the spark notes version before we jump in of of, kind of why this is an interesting talk right now. Sure. um, The receivers headed in opposite directions right now, and I'll give you two key stats. One is Demarius Thomas has five drops in two games. During his prime, he may have had seasons where he didn't have five drops. I mean, Maybe maybe we're a tougher grader than other people, but those are catchable passes. The second stat that jumps out is yards per catch. Emmanuel Sanders at 16.5, Demarius Thomas at 7.4. Sanders only has three more catches, but he has like over 100 more yards. So right now Thomas is, maybe this is going to be his new niche, is going to be the possession guy, is the bubble screen guy, the shallow cross guy. Become that guy. He's got to learn how to catch the football again. And, you know, you asked Vance about it yesterday. What did you take from Vance's comments? Yeah, you know, I think Vance said what, what had to be said. The, the way I questioned uh, the, the topic here was when you have a veteran like DT, I mean, here's a guy who might be 30 years old, but played in 119 games, more than 8,700 yards receiving, 58 touchdowns. You know, he has these kind of issues. What do you do as a staff? Do you bring him to the side and say, hey, this is what you need to fix? Or is he a veteran who, who needs to fix it himself? Vance sort of said, hey, we need to get DT going early. We need to make sure he's successful early as well, because like we saw in these past two games uh, against the Seahawks, first two targets in completions. Uh, and then, you know, in the second game against the Raiders, we saw DT go without a target, you know, go into the third series. So a bit of inconsistency there. Maybe you place some blame in that. Here's a guy who's got to get confidence early to roll as he goes along. But do you buy that, Ryan? Uh, I- Excuses are like dirty laundry. They both stink. <laughs> that stunk. Um, they did prioritize Thomas in week one, but he had a drop. Right. He had one, you know, pass breakup. He had uh, a pass was intended. It was intercepted when there's a miscommunication. When you go three and out, three and out, three and out to start like did against Oakland, guys aren't going to get touches because you're going to figure you're going to run on at least one or two of those three downs. But if DT needs early touches – I don't buy that. He's a veteran. Right. He should be able to say, hey, I'm going to be ready if my chance comes in the second quarter, the third quarter, or the first quarter. Yo, if, if Vance would have said that about a Cortland Sutton, okay, you buy that a little bit. He's a rookie. He's used to getting the football, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's a two-game sample size. They're confident Thomas is going to snap out of it. Um, you know, I think he will, but I don't think I think the days of him being a thousand-yard guy are probably over. Right. And one last note on Thomas. You mentioned it earlier, but the five drops. Here's a guy who's been targeted 21 times by Case Keenum. That's the most of any receiver. What does that say about their relationship? I mean, does Keenum, you know, obviously think this is a guy who's going to help the offense? Why is there something the offense is built to where he becomes more of a target? What do you make of that? Well, I think from the Seattle game, it, it was clear they prioritized Thomas early. Um, but if you're Keenum, it looks like to me he has a better he has a better uh, relationship, not relationship, but a better connection on the field with Sanders right, right. because Emmanuel can run a bunch of different stuff. You're not going to find Demarius Thomas running over routes. 
across the field on longer developing protections. So, you know, if I, the bigger question is, isn't whether Thomas has fallen out of the number one slot. Do they start getting Cortland Sutton more involved? Right. Do they start getting Jake Butt more involved? And, you know, this could, we could be on the plane Monday morning coming back from Baltimore saying DT's back. Right. So it's a week to week thing. But right now, this is a relevant story. And, you know, his role needs to get figured out. Right. And let's shift gears to, to Sanders quick as, as we sort of wrap up things here. Uh, Ryan, you had a really nice chat with him where it was just you guys one-on-one in the locker room. It seemed like you covered a lot of topics. Here's a guy who hasn't really been affected by age. 31 years old, has been very productive, as you mentioned, a guy that Keenum has used in a variety of ways, has been a big play threat guy as well. What is it about Keenum and Sanders that has worked so well, and, and is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable uh, because this team is going to it's going to throw it a lot. I mean, they want to be a run team, but their thing is they want to be able to put together long drives where they can mix the run and the pass. Talking to Sanders, he said this was the first offseason where he stayed in town. He usually, when he played for Pittsburgh, he played for Denver, he'd always go home to Houston. And he said there are distractions there. Uh, and he said not family, but you know, friends and having fun and not really honing in on what you need to do. He goes, this is my ninth year. I'm 31 years old. Uh, he took a fresh look at his training. He uh, started to meditate. Um, you know, he, he found a place here in Englewood, Greenwood, Greenwood uh, Village about masseuse, diet, exercise, that kind of thing because of that ankle problem. The biggest takeaway, he said the ankle was still bothering him throughout training camp. Huh. It could have fooled me because <laughs> yeah, right. him and Keaton have looked great since the first day of OTAs on May 21st. So what I got from Sanders is that he realizes his age, he realizes who they drafted, and he probably also understands there's probably room for one highly paid receiver on this roster next year. It's going to be him or Demarius Thomas. Right. He wants it to be him for obvious reasons because he's not going to get that money anywhere else. He says that part's not in his mind right now, but it's human nature to see them draft Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, pick up Demarius Thomas's contract for the year and say, hey, maybe I have to do a little bit extra. Right. And while we kind of talk about Sanders, I'm wondering the guy who maybe is in next in line is, is that slot receiver in terms of at least body type. Uh, a guy we haven't really seen play at all, which is Deshaun Hamilton. Um, Hamilton uh, being a high round draft pick for the Broncos this year, raved about his footwork throughout preseason. Uh, seems like Tim Patrick's really has kind of solidified himself as that fifth receiver. Is the chance that we see Hamilton as the year goes along? Will it take injury? Is, is Sanders just been so good that they need to keep him on the field? Yeah, I mean, the, the chances right now, and you saw it during the fourth quarter, is Tim Patrick is going to have more of a factor than Deshaun Hamilton. That's just based on the positions they play. Patrick is a bigger guy, can line up outside. Right now, Deshaun is, is going to be Emmanuel Sanders' replacement. And, you know, if Hamilton has good practices, then he will earn playing time. But right now, because of how much they run two tight end, there isn't a lot of room for that fourth and fifth receiver to get playing time absolutely and so we'll wrap things up on that that note we appreciate you guys listening to the first in orange podcast uh, as mentioned previously we're going to have some uh, stories about these receivers um, some stuff you guys are going to definitely want to check out demarius thomas in friday's edition uh, and as i believe it is scheduled emmanuel sanders in sunday's newspaper so uh, with that we'll let you guys go be sure to check us out at denverpost.com pick us up in the paper every single day subscribe to the first in orange and we will see you next time